Welcome to Pepperon Fuchs Plugged In, where automation professionals can stay in touch with the latest enhancements in sensing, data communication, and control. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Pepperon Fuchs Product Reveal. Today, we're going to talk about power over Ethernet industrial Ethernet switches, and I have with me Chris Burke. Chris, hello. Hey, Helga. How's it going? It's going okay. So, Chris, today we are going to talk about power over Ethernet. And really, the first question I have for you is, why do people want to use power over Ethernet, or PoE as it's sometimes called? Well, the answer to that is pretty simple. You have one cable that delivers data and power, so it greatly simplifies installing different devices. That was a quick definition. I've given this spiel a few times. Okay. So... You said devices. Tell me, tell me what can be powered. What are these devices that go on power over Ethernet? So it kind of depends on what switch you're using. So different switches can provide different amounts of power. At the lowest end, you have switches that provide about 13 watts of power per port, and they can be used for things like access points, really simple cameras, just more simple devices that don't demand a lot of power. Okay. And then there's higher power switches, you know, they'll do about 30 watts-ish. And now you're looking at cameras that can do pan-tilt zoom, cameras with some heaters in them. You might be looking at, you know, power over Ethernet displays even. And then if you get to the really high-end power stuff, now you're looking at the, you know, cameras with pan-tilt zoom, heaters built in, might even have cooling. Um, You're looking at definitely poe displays you know potentially hmis you name it so okay wide variety of things you can power with power over ethernet where typically are power over ethernet products uh in where they used and what type of applications oh they're used everywhere um so a lot of the access points that you find like if you go into an office or a factory you'll see wireless access points and a lot of times those are poe powered uh if you go onto a bus You'll see different cameras thrown about. A lot of times those are PoE. Same thing with security cameras that you find in you know, offices, factories, or any kind of facility. Usually they're PoE powered now. Uh, you can pretty much, if you if it can be powered by the amount of wattage a PoE switch can provide, there's a good chance you're gonna find somebody who makes a device that's PoE powered. Okay, now tell me though, here we have a power of Ethernet switch and a product that is designed to be powered. Therefore, it, it, uh, it's simple to install. What, though, happens if I connect a, a non-PoE device to a PoE switch? You fry it. No, I'm just kidding. Now, the great thing about PoE is that there's actually a handshake that happens when you... You're not, you're not frying the product. That's what I said. I'm just joking there. Yeah, no, no. That's... The great thing about PoE is that when you plug a device into it, it's going to check if it's a PoE device. And if it's not a PoE device, the switch won't provide power, but it'll still provide data. It's like if you plug your laptop into a PoE port, it's going to work just like a standard Ethernet port. So it just won't be providing power, but it will be transmitting data. Oh, that's awesome. That means means in applications where... Um, let's say a camera is used to verify something of a process, some part of the process, you could connect an ident control RFID reader that's not power over Ethernet to the same switch. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the cool thing with PoE that 
You know, if you buy like an eight port switch and you're only using like say two of those ports for PoE, all those extra ports are just regular old ethernet ports that you have access to. Okay, that, that's very useful. That does bring up a, a question that I have, you know, as you know, in, in factory automation, it's, it's fairly common these days to daisy chain products. Many of our products have, in fact, what I want to call an in and an out port. They have, they have two Ethernet ports, essentially, to daisy chain. Is that possible in power over Ethernet? So technically, there's nothing that would prevent it from happening, but it's, there's no device that does it because you run into the problem that, so your switch is providing power to the first device, and that device is going to use some power. And then that means it can only transmit lesser amount of power down the line, which is going to fall outside of PoE specifications, most likely. So, yeah, daisy chain is not something you're going to find. In a nutshell, power over Ethernet is a point-to-point -point technology. Yep. Good, good. Got that. Um, we talked a little about uh, power feed capacity. You mentioned, what is it, 13 watts and, and 25 watt. What's the What's the upper range? What does the... The standard, I imagine there is a standard. What does it uh, allow? Well, a beautiful thing about standards is there's so many of them. And with PoE, there's about three standards right now. If you want the nitty gritty, you just have to look up the IEEE specifications, but power over Ethernet split into three different uh, standardizations. And usually just go by AF, AT, and BT. So AF is your low power mode. It provides about 13 watts to a device. A, or your ATs, higher watt, you're looking at about 25 and a half watts to a device. And then recently a new BT standard came out and that is much higher power. In fact, depending on the type you have, it might do 51 watts or it might do 70 watts. So Okay, and that's why the heaters come in that you that you mentioned. Now, one, one reason we're talking about this is, of course, that we will, we will come out with a line of, of power over Ethernet switches. And uh, uh, Chris, why don't you tell us um, sort of roughly what we're coming out with? What, what can the market expect from Pepple and Fuchs? So we're going to start by releasing a couple unmanaged switches, four of them, and they fit into two broad categories. So the first category are going to be five port AT switches. So they'll have four PoE ports and each one of those ports can do about 30 watts of power to a device. And then there's a gigabit uplink port so you can connect all those devices to the backbone of your network. The neat thing about that is these have the same footprint as our current uh, gigabit unmanaged switches. So they're very small. You can fit them into very tight confined spaces. And then the other switches we're bringing out are what we call uh, voltage boost. So some people might be aware of this, but usually when you're taking a PoE switch that's DC powered, like the ones we're introducing are, whatever voltage you give them for power input, that's what they output to the devices. So if I gave a PoE switch, say 24 volts of power, it's gonna give 24 volts of power to the attached devices. Downside to that is the PoE specification requires a minimum of 44 volts. Oh, so so it's a different it's a different power supply that needs to be utilized uh, compared to what standard factory automation does. Yeah, so factories tend to standardize in twenty four volt, and what the voltage boost technology does. 
is they'll take that 24 volts and it'll actually bump it up to 48 volts to the devices that it's providing power to. So with a standard factory 24 volt power source, you can meet those 802.3 you know, PoE specifications for power. Ah, okay. So what that means is now going back to the example I gave earlier, if you had a network or a number of uh, ident control interfaces for RFID and you need a camera somewhere, you can power boost the camera. You can give it 48 volts, run your standard everything else on 24 volt, and you have a 24 volt power supply in the cabinet most likely anyway. Yep. Well, that's, that's cool. Okay. What other models do we come out with? Well, we've got some other ones in the pipeline, but they won't be released for quite a while. The only thing I'll say at this point is one of them is going to be a managed switch. So that'll have a lot of capabilities that the unmanaged switches generally don't have just because they don't have management interfaces. But it'll be a bit before we release that one. All right. So more, more to come as time goes on. That's, that's, that's good to know. Let's, let's go back to the technology. Uh, why would someone buy an industrial PoE switch versus one that you can get in the, in the local electronics store? Uh, a number of reasons. If you go into the local electronics store and you pick up a PoE switch, uh, try to find the temperature range on it. So every device has an operating temperature range. And if you look at most consumer products, you will find that they don't list that anywhere. That's because the temperature range is assuming that you're in a climate controlled environment like a house or a office. So really not industrial. Yeah, I was going to say most uh, factories don't have the best of climate control, if any at all. And the other thing, too, is factories tend to be a little less controlled as far as what materials might be in the environment. Um, for instance, if you're running a saw or something like that, you might have debris coming off of that. So industrial PoE switches, unlike their consumer counterparts, will have an ingress protection rating. So you'll know, you know, What's safe to put in that factory based on, you know, what kind of debris you might be expecting in a certain location. Yeah, that is very important. And then, oh, yeah, I was going to say, and then the, uh, I guess the last major reason is just availability. So have you ever gone to Best Buy to pick up a switch and then a year or two later, you go to buy another one, you'll notice that the one you bought previously does not exist anymore. Yep. Most consumer product lines, they kind of just replace stuff yearly. Well, if you're, building a factory or a series of factories, or if you're a machine builder, it's kind of a pain in the butt if you have to recertify your equipment every single year for the new product. Yeah. So with industrial equipment, it's usually going to be available for you know multiple years. So you just have to pick the product once, specify it, and just keep using it. And you can get, you can get replacements down the road if something were to happen. Yep. That's a thing that you're not going to be able to do with a consumer switch. Yeah, that's, that's very important to most of our customers in the factory automation industry, very clearly. All right. Um, we only have a few minutes left. Any closing words? What should our listeners kind of take away from our conversation? So, yeah, the nice thing about PoE is that there's a lot of PoE devices on the market right now, which means that there's a lot of applications for PoE switch and in a lot of different environments. So I think this is going to be a good product for customers and for ourselves, really. Okay. So let me, let me try to summarize what I, what I learned from our conversation. Uh, 
Power over Ethernet is a technology that works primarily designed, of course, for devices that, that benefit from having power on the same cable, but there's not limited to that. We can connect standard devices as well and don't have to have two different kinds of switches in an application. Furthermore, there are multiple levels of power powering capability going from low-end, you mentioned a little under 15 watt to possibly up to 70 watts. So that's a, that's a huge range. And then, of course, industrial switches, as we will provide them, are designed for industrial tough applications. Does that about do it? What do you think? Yeah, yeah about does it. Good. Then I have one last question for you. As always, I'm asking about the, the five words or less what you want uh, listeners to take away from our conversation. Five words or less about Ethernet switches with PoE ports. One cable does everything. Four words. You, I think you're the first person uh, I remember, I can recall, that uh, did it in less than five words. So excellent. One cable does everything. One cable does power and communication. Very good. So thank you, Chris. Thanks for the conversation. You have a great day. Talk to you thank later. Thank you too, Helga. Talk to you later and everybody have a good day. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Pepper and Fuchs Plugged In. Please subscribe to our channel and never miss hearing about the latest innovations in factory automation.